0: Good afternoon, Royal people. It's your host and your girl, the boss mentor, Jackie Johnson here. And I want to welcome you all to season two of the Boss My Life podcast. As always, I appreciate your love and support. And I thank you for lending me your ear today. I hope that this broadcast both encourages and empowers you to become your best self possible. So if you got that lunch ready, You got your treats, grab a pen and paper, and let's go! What up, what up, what up everybody? It is your girl, the Boss Mentor, Jackie Johnson here. And I'm so excited that you guys can join me for another Wednesday broadcast. Y'all know what it is, it's Boss My Life with the Boss Mentor, Jackie Johnson. And today, you are listening to Season 2, Episode 4, and our our topic today is training grounds. All right, so let's get into it. Got my tea, y'all. I'm ready. I, I stay with my tea, okay? Because this voice be doing its own thing, okay? <laughs> mm. But thanks again, guys, for joining me. Let's hop right into the discussion today. So, training ground. So, what I really want to talk about today is the fact that every boss has an origin story. Y'all got to hear a little bit of my origin story uh, when we did last week's podcast, the special Friends Given episode. I kind of gave people a brief introduction to how I became an entrepreneur. And how that eventually led to me obtaining boss status, okay? Now, we definitely got to do a whole episode dedicated to what really is boss status. Because as we're finding out, boss status is not what everybody thinks it is or what society has told us it is, okay? So for every person, that might be something different. But there are some basic things that you have to have or be doing in order to call yourself a boss. So we're definitely going to do an episode soon about that. But today, I want to focus on the training ground. What started you on your boss journey? What events happened in your life? What was going on that actually made you decide to level up, okay? And so that's what we're talking about today is training the ground, okay? Everybody has an origin story. It's very important that you as an established boss, that you are familiar with your origin story because sometimes we kind of do things and we really don't pay attention to the details of it. And then when somebody is asking you like, how did you start doing this? Um, How did it happen for you? You kind of like, I don't know, because you never actually sat down and thought about You know, why did you actually um, do the things that you do? You know, where did this come from? And so it's very important that you as a boss are able to articulate to other people how you started this journey, uh, what motivated you, what things happened in your life, okay? And so again, I shared a little bit of mine last week, so I'm not going to reshare it, but I really just want to make sure that you are aware of your journey and that you're really taking notice to the things that, you know, encouraged you or motivated you to get here and to do this. The second thing I really want to talk about is the fact that once you've started, you know, this level up, because I want you to know, this is super personal. It's not something that you look at somebody else and you're like, yeah, I want to do what they're doing. Or you make it some type of competition. Becoming a boss and achieving boss status is a personal a goal. It should be a personal motivation for you. And it usually comes from places of lack. I know that no boss really wants to ever admit that they failed at some things or they messed up at some things. Their life wasn't that great. But the truth of the matter is, it wasn't. Like all of our origin stories started horribly. That's how can we work so hard? And we retrained our minds and we developed new behaviors and characteristics because where we were and what we were doing wasn't working for us, okay? So the reality is anybody can obtain boss status if they're really dedicated to change. And that's the most important thing is in order to become a boss, you've got to be willing to change some things, and that could be an issue with a lot of people because a lot of people don't like change they kind of just want to do what they want to do and they're you know it is what it is they're happy doing the things that they're doing they don't want to be told or taught anything and you definitely have a teacher have to have a teachable spirit to boss up in your life because you don't know everything and um so that's huge guys okay so make sure that you are able to articulate your origin story and tell people what motivated you, what was going on in your life where you decided to do something different. That's going to be super important. Okay. And the second thing again is everybody has a path to becoming a boss and that could be several different things. You could have taken, taken the educational path. Maybe you went to college and you learned, you know, things in college or you obtained a degree. That's one path um, is, you know, actually going to school or or some type of training officially. Um, sometimes people are accidentally um, introduced to this level up. You may have volunteered to help somebody who had big visions and big goals and dreams. I know for me, that was one area. Um, I think I kind of went down all these paths <laughs> to get to my boss up, to my level up, and I'm grateful for it. But the reality is, sometimes you know, um, school. There are people who go to college and don't graduate, but they learn so much. And that starts for me. That was the case. Um, I started uh, these courses in in college, and I learned so much. I never got a degree, but I learned in every class that I took, and I applied those things to to create businesses and opportunities for myself and my family. Um, So that was one path for me. Also, I also went down the accidental volunteer path because I was helping a brother, a close friend of mine, who was doing some business stuff, and he was the one with the big visions. He was the one that had all these goals and dreams, and I was just there helping. And so in order to help him, I had to learn things that I didn't know much about. And so we did a lot of research. And so that kind of propelled me into, you know, a boss place that I really wasn't seeking or even ready for. But my desire to be a great help to him caused me to do that. So I also took that accidental volunteer path. Um, The third way could be mentorship. And mentorship is very intentional. And so usually bosses, will take this avenue once they really understand that they're on this path, they're on this journey, and they really want to make the most of it. They're really trying to get somewhere. They have very specific goals. They have very specific things specific things they're trying to achieve. They understand that they need somebody who's already been there, done that, and is doing what they're trying to do. And so they will submit themselves in humility to mentorship. Okay, so mentorship is something that eventually I did as well. And it's now something that I offer and I do for others, you know, and so it's great because I'm able to give back to entrepreneurs coming in to just uh, women and men who are trying to boss their life up. And it it gives me a lot of joy and pleasure to be able to do that. But you got to have a teachable spirit to really uh be mentored by someone and then to be a mentor you truly have got to be confident in who you are and not suffer with any type of jealousy because they're going to need your help they're going to want your help and so if you're jealous how how can you help them right and so that's a major thing and the last way is self education and a lot of entrepreneurs a lot of bosses may not start with self-education, but they definitely finish with that because in order to keep getting better, in order to keep raising a standard for yourself, you have to be a self-learner. You have to be one of those people who, I don't know this, but I need to learn it um, because now we live in an age of free information. The internet is full of information. You can learn from books. You can learn from videos. You, I mean, Google, it's just so many places where you can actually learn exactly what you need to learn for free so it's not even an excuse anymore that you can't afford some class or you can't get in to with some you know professor or whatever the case is there's just no excuses you have to be a self-learner you have to be able to teach yourself and learn on your own independently um I'm a boss, Been have been a boss for years, but that's that's really one of the keys to me, uh, having this level of success and even this level of knowledge is because I'm constantly learning. And if you constantly learn new skills and new things that are out there, then it keeps you sharp. It keeps you um, able to compete with uh, today's expectat- expectations, okay? So that's super important. So that's about the path of how you learn to become a boss. And I don't just mean with business and I don't just mean with finances. I mean, even as a woman, if you're a single woman or if you're a single man or if you're a married woman or if you're a married man, like you want to level up in those areas as well, because the worst thing you can do is be a public success and a private failure meaning you, your businesses is booming. You are known in the business world and in the career world, but your marriage is falling to pieces. Your kids don't respect you or they don't see you. You know, you want to be a boss in every level of your life. You know, um, it makes me feel good to know that when I was married, I was a boss wife. Like I took care of my husband. I loved him. I I you know catered to him I supported him emotionally you know but I was also able to help bring in finances I was also there for my children I didn't miss anything I didn't miss their sports I didn't miss you know things that they had going on it made me feel proud to be able to manage those areas of Of my life and I wasn't always able to manage them and juggle them correctly but God had to teach me balance and then I had to learn from others who already knew and so this is why I can really talk about mentorship and and just be so clear about it because no matter how amazing you are like you have to be humble enough to understand that you can learn more and you can get better and as good as I feel like I am as a mother As good as a businesswoman, I feel like I am. I can still learn and I can still become better. And that's always my goal is to keep striving for better, which brings me to the next point. You want to clearly be able to assess your positives and negatives. You want to be honest about your strengths and your weaknesses, because if you're going to get better, you've got to know what you need to get better at. And if you're in denial or you continue to lie to yourself um, about those areas, you won't make the progress that you need to make, okay? So (laughs) don't feel like you need to, you know, front for the next person, be honest about those things because you want to increase, you want to get better, and that's not going to happen if you lie about the things that you actually need help with, okay? So if you're struggling being a a mom, if you're struggling being a wife, you're struggling being a good husband, then get a mentor in those areas. Find someone who is a great wife, a great husband, a great father, a great mother, and learn from them. Whether you actually have a face-to-face mentorship with someone you can talk to, or you have a mentorship um, with someone who has a, a public platform, that shares videos and teachings like it's just important for you to humble yourself enough to be able to do that okay so once you do that then you can I always encourage people to make a list of things like this is what I'm great at uh this is what I need help with okay and once you make that list prioritize the areas in your life you want to level up in if you're a good business person but your home life sucks or emotionally you're dealing with some trauma or whatever the case is, write those things down and then determine where you're going to start first. If maybe I want to boss up in my emotions, maybe I've been way too emotional or I'm angry all the time or I don't know how to talk to people right, whatever it is, then you have to attack that area and just say, I'm going to start here because the one thing you want to do is you want to take it one thing at a time. You don't want to try to take three different areas of your life and boss up at the same time because you won't be able to give each area its proper um, attention and you won't, you know, you'll spread yourself too thin. Take one area at a time, prioritize that, and then create a path to how you're going to get better. How are you going to do that? Are you going to read some books? Are you going to take some classes or some courses? Are you going to get counseling? Are you going to find a mentor? What is it you're going to do? And I'm here to tell you, you can't just say, I'm going to get better at that. No, you need help. Um, anything that you are are weak at or is not your strong point, you will need help to get better in that. It's not going to be just by your will. You need to have some knowledge and instruction to actually help you get better, okay? So I'm telling you, Um, sometimes that's an issue even in marriages sometimes when you bring up issues to your spouse or they bring up issues to you and you're like okay I'm gonna work on that but you really don't know how to work on that so you just leave the conversation and you kind of really pay attention to it for a couple days but after that you go back to your normal state because you don't know how to fix it so the most important thing is acknowledging that hey I'm not doing well in this area I have to do something I have to find some type of help some type of a training some type of instruction to show me how to become better okay so that's important so prioritize that and and just take those steps and deal with that and then start assessing your change. Start noticing what you you've changed in. You know, maybe you're not getting angry as quickly. Be able to acknowledge that. Be able to acknowledge that. Wow, I've really been able to, you know, watch my mouth, or I've really been able to kind of, you know, be calm. You know, whatever the case is. Um, once you start actually working on that thing. Take and I will say, take once a week, take a day to actually say, How did I do this week? Grade yourself. You know, how did I do this week in this area? Uh, What worked for me? What didn't work for me? What was frustrating? What made me really proud? You know what I mean? And once you do that, you'll start seeing your change. And once you start seeing your change, it will give you so much motivation to keep on going. Okay. It's very important that when you see that you have leveled up in the area that you take time to celebrate that. OK, it's important because if you don't take time to celebrate that change and that elevation and that level up, then who's going to do it? You know, because people don't always notice your change until you're just the butterfly out of cocoon. But you know the things that you have changed in. You know the things that are better. You know where you have excelled at, where you once were failing at. People don't know that, but you know it. So make sure... When you recognize that you have leveled up in the area, that you take time to celebrate that area, okay? And then go back into the next area, assess, figure out the plan to get better and keep moving. And that's how you continue to level up in every area of your life. Because again, you don't wanna just be a boss in one area. You wanna be a boss in every area of your life, okay? The... the, I got two more things and then we're done. So the next thing is, again, celebrate in each level. And then the last thing is you want to continue to dream and set goals. Okay. This is where a lot of people drop the ball because when they're doing good, they celebrate it, but they stop there. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm doing good here. So I'm going to pat myself on the back and this is just it. But you don't want to do that, guys. You want to celebrate, but you also want to keep setting goals for yourself, okay? Because remember, we can never get to a place where we don't need to improve, right? So if you're an attentive husband, that's amazing, But what's the next level of evolution for you? Are you romantic? Uh, Are you spontaneous? Uh, Do y'all take vacations together? Um, Are y'all having proper intimacy time? Um, Are y'all trying new things in the bedroom? Like there's always some place where it's good, but now you can increase and do something different and better, okay? Okay. So my last point to you all will be, once you see that you're leveling up in different areas and you have taken that time to celebrate your level up, now it's time to get back in there and decide what else I want to do with my life. I can use myself for an example here. I can still remember being that young lady from, you know, the bad neighborhood, I can still remember being that young lady who never went outside of the south side of Elyria, Um, really feeling like that was the epitome of life. I remember getting my first taste of what the outside world was when I joined the school choir, the Madrigals. And when I joined the Madrigals, first thing is I was like the only black person in the choir, okay? <laughs> the second thing was the Madrigals, got to travel to different places, places I had never been, places I never thought I would go. And that opened me up to experiences that I never knew that I would have. That also opened me up to meet people that I never had met. Before uh, joining that choir, I hadn't met any person outside of my race. I hadn't met anyone else in my city that didn't live in my neighborhood. So, um, you know, my experiences really expanded because of that opportunity. And it also gave me uh, uh, my first introduction to culture. You know, like I actually uh, got to experience some very culturally different experiences and that kind of triggered my curiosity And it triggered, you know, my desire for different things. So if I had never had those experiences, I would have just thought my neighborhood was like that. That's how the whole world was, you know? And so eventually, even when I got married and started having children and got separated and got divorced, like I cultured my children, I took them on uh, trips and we went to different places because I had never travel so it was like I was having these adventures with my children it's like I was culturing them but I was culturing myself at the same time so I was having uh, you know um experiences that I never had and I was never introduced to I remember taking myself to my very first opera I remember uh dressing up in a gown I remember not knowing what to do. I remember being scared that I wouldn't fit in because I didn't know anything about anything. And so it was scary, but it was also exciting. It was also interesting. It also um, motivated me so much because I really felt like this was a life that I was born to live. But I didn't sit back and wait for somebody to give me those experiences. I recognized that those are things that I had seen, even if it was on TV, I saw it. (laughs) Like, And I was like, wow, I want to do that. And so I created a list of things that I wanted to experience. And um, eventually, even now as an adult, I have a list of places I want to visit. And so that's how I really uh, sometimes determine where me and my kids are going to go. You know, we like, well, what's on the list? Where haven't we gone? You know, and we kind of pick and keep moving. And so we're still living dreams. We're still having experiences. And and that's really how you live life. And you may not be an adventurous person. Maybe you don't want to visit, you know, other places or other countries or, or anything like that. But there's something that you want to do that you've never done. There's something... That, you know, um, there's a lifestyle that you have seen that you want to experience. and and so you have to be open and honest with yourself about that and make those things goals for yourself, okay? Um, and definitely, I would say to anybody, it doesn't matter if you work a nine to five, it doesn't matter if you own a business, it doesn't matter even if you're a student, there is nothing you cannot do if you learn how to properly handle your finances, okay? So finances is a huge thing. If you know how to budget, if you know how to uh, money manage, if you know how to save it, There are so many things that we should be doing. And I think we'll maybe discuss that in our next episode. We'll kind of deal with some financial literacy things um, because every boss has to have their financial literacy. They have to have that understanding to even embark upon a journey to become better in their finances, okay? Um, But literally, guys, I hope that this has been informative. I tried not to keep it long today. Um, because this is really supposed to be like your lunch break um, kind of midday boost. And so I hope that I didn't go too long today and I hope that I gave you some very helpful nuggets But I really want you to think about your training ground, and I want you to understand that no matter what level, if you're just now starting this journey, if you've been in this journey for a while, or if you're you're already established as a boss, there is still a training ground that you must continue to go on, and you will go on a training ground until the day that you die because there will always be something else to learn and there will always be a level yet for you to achieve, okay? So don't put the pressure on you to be like the next person Or don't put the pressure on you to look and act and have the same car and same house as another person. Be very uh, confident in who you are and what you like and what you desire. It's very important that you know yourself. And some people don't know themselves. So their dreams are other people's dreams because they don't know, know what they like. They don't have any dreams of their own. And so sometimes you may have to take time to even search and find out what kind of house do I like? What kind of style of house do I like? Look up the house styles and say, Oh, I like this one. Or I don't like that. Uh, what kind of car would I want? If I had the money today to just go out and buy the car of my dreams, what would it be? You know what I mean? Like take the time to really search yourself and really know what you want out of life because you can't go get something that you have no idea you want. All right, so again, guys, my last advice to you would be to continue leveling up. Never stop dreaming and never stop setting goals for yourself. I'm your girl, the boss mentor, Jackie Johnson, and I hope that this has been helpful. Thank you for listening. I'll see you guys next Wednesday for another episode of Boss My Life. God bless you. Level up and don't hate on nobody. Alright everybody, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope that it really hit home for you. I hope it was powerful. I hope that it tugged at your heart. I hope that it gave you some ideas. And most of all, I hope it gave you just some ideas and even some content to just start talking to your circle about. We may not talk to the whole world about our dreams, but you got one person, maybe even two people that you trust enough to really talk about where you are and where you're going. Don't be afraid in this season to do that. And I hope again that this has been helpful. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Tune in next week for another episode of Boss My Life. Have a great day, everybody. And it's all the way up for here. I want you to welcome your better season because it's here.